Blog Talk Radio. Once again, fellas, it's 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Welcome into the Don't Teaser Me Bro podcast. We cover it all, sports gambling, hot takes, food, music, all with a Philly flavor. And yes, we'll take your calls on the hotline. Time to get the party started. Here's your host, Donnie and Jeff. Hey, 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 welcome in to another edition of the Don't Teaser Me Bro podcast. It is episode three. It is Tuesday, December 17, 2019. Hope you're having a great Tuesday wherever you are uh, around the world. It is cold and rainy on the East Coast in the Philadelphia area. Let's bring in our co-host, Donnie. Donnie, how you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. What's good, brother? Ah, not too much. We're here another night, another dollar. Got a lot to get to tonight. We'll get to some uh, NFL this weekend. We got Saturday and Sunday games. We'll start to look ahead to that. We'll talk mm-hmm. a little Pro Bowl. Did anyone get snubbed? Because I got to tell you, I have a couple snubs. I got to be honest. I'm, I was really surprised to see certain people not make the Pro Bowl. And not that it matters, but it's always good to talk snubs. And Donnie, I also have a guy that made it that I don't really know how he made it. We'll get to all that and more. We'll also look at uh, but tomorrow, uh, Donnie, a couple big college hoops matchups. Wanted to kind of start off in the college ranks tonight. A couple of games of note. Uh, how was your day, by the way? Good, man. Good. Nice and relaxing during the day. I like having the afternoon off. Get to do a lot of things. I'll tell you, I didn't cap too many games in the NFL today. Just looking over like some lines. Really waiting on tomorrow. But I got to tell you, I didn't cap a lot of games for this week, Jeff, but I'm already hitting the ground running for week 17. Isn't that crazy? I'm capping for next week instead of this week already. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to, man. Sometimes yeah. you have to kind of look ahead a little bit. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's definitely a good thing to do for sure. Um, Donnie, a couple of games tonight of note uh, in the college hoops ranks. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio State beats uh, Southeast Missouri 80-48. to 48. They cover the 29.5 point number. Ohio State just continues uh, to win games. Obviously, they're coming off a loss to Minnesota. You had to figure that uh, they would take some frustration out on SEMO tonight, Donnie. They get a big 80-48 win. Uh, Florida beats Providence. I was on Providence, Donnie. I'm not mm-hmm. kidding. This was arguably the worst shooting performance I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, Providence ends up losing 83-51, just a destruction. Uh, They shoot 16, uh, and this is from two and three, Donnie. This is not from just two or three. They Mm -hmm. shot 16 for 76 from the field. Jesus. How is that that even possible? Like, how are you that inept? And, you know, I watched the game, Donnie. It was just – it was a lot of like they were just missing. They were there were wide open shots. It was uh it was one of those ugly performances. But uh, hey, you can't win them all. Um, we didn't really have any upsets though. I, I'm they're kind of a slow night in college basketball. Uh, Donnie Miami up twenty to seventeen on Temple. Uh, that game's just getting underway, and we are at the half uh, between Ohio and Purdue. Purdue rolling. No Lipscomb free tonight, uh, Jeff. I thought that might have been in your wheelhouse. Lipscomb Tennessee Tech. What was the line on that game? The one looks like they won by eighteen. Yeah, Lipscomb, uh, that to- that line was 13 and a half. Uh, Ooh, okay. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Lipscomb isn't the same team mm-hmm. they were last year. They, they definitely lost some talent, and their coach moved on. But, uh, yeah, they ended up getting a the cover there. 
we will also, uh, in just a little bit, take your calls. If you want to get uh, some of your thoughts together, you can do that. Again, as we did and we always will do, we will take your call on just about anything. You want to talk about um, the NBA. You want to talk about NFL. You want to talk about Donnie and his weird bowl takes. You can call in. Um, <laughs> we, we will have you covered. Uh, the phone number is 515 605 nine three four nine so you know we'll, we'll get to a couple ideas here and then we'll take a, a break and we will get to your calls so definitely uh, join us here on the show donnie i wanted to first start the show out with a thought about joe burrow okay so mm-hmm. i did some thoughts I, I did a video on the the um fiesta bowl and the, the peach bowl mm-hmm. the, the two title yes. games and i was thinking about joe burrow and how like do people like realize like Joe Burrow, like, coming into this season was an undrafted, like, player. Like, nobody, nobody, like, as far as, like, going to the next level, nobody on earth, as far as scouts, had him even drafted in the seven-round NFL draft. Mm -hmm. You look at now, you know, what is it, 13 games later, and Joe Burrow is the number one pick, and he's a Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, Mm -hmm. Donnie, you would have to agree, this is the biggest jump from, like, no name than any like I, I've not seen like a better coaching job than what they did bringing in Joe Brady and really just tailoring that offense to him. I mean, this guy came from li- literally obscurity to you know because you, you always hear about these kids that are five star recruits or you know they're highly sought after. And this guy's literally a regular guy who got came off the bench and just struck gold. Do you worry at the next level that? he just had one of those really good seasons. Does, do you worry? Like, do, do you worry about this with a kid like that? No. You, do you know why I don't worry about it? Because it's, it's like the fluidity of play for a quarterback. And if you don't know what I mean by that is if you watch quarterbacks a lot, Jeff, scouts go, boy, he's got the mechanics. Look at Trubisky. He's big. He's strong. He's handsome. He's got a cannon. You know what? The right coach can mold him. But when you watch Joe Burrow, just watch an LSU game and watch him operate inside the pocket throwing pillows, accurate, staying in the pocket. And believe it or not, Jeff, like when you think about Joe Burrow, you're like, oh, I stand up quick. The kid can get out of the pot, has a lot of Aaron Rodgers in the pocket where if he needs to scramble for five or 10 yards, he can do that. He does a lot of things extremely well. If he gets with a good coaching staff, he'll be fine. But I have a lot more like, you know, we talked about like Carson Wentz coming to the Eagles, you know, meteoric rise out of a non-division one school, drafting yeah. the two, oh, he's really raw. Joe Barrow is not a raw quarterback. There is not any, boy, we want Joe Barrow because of his upside. No, you want Joe Barrow because exactly what he is. That's what I like about him. I mean, you really look at his numbers, and they're kind of, like, unbelievable, really. I mean, you look at his total numbers of the season. 77.9% completion, 4,715 yards, 48 touchdowns, six interceptions. A rating, Donnie, of 201.5. No, it's, he's averaging it's, it's, almost 11 yards a play. Like, if you look at Joe Barrow, like, nothing about him screams like, boy, he's going to bust. Like, zero. The only way he can do that, again, when you're getting drafted number one overall, you're usually going to a shit organization, which is always the downside, which maybe he doesn't get coached up. Maybe his offensive line stinks, and he ends up, let's just say, and, and I feel bad for the kid. I do, because you know what's going to take place with this, Jeff? He's going to go up against the Ravens and the Steelers' defense. 
repeatedly over the first couple of years yeah. with an organization that spends no money and probably won't surround. So he gets drafted number one overall to Cincinnati, Jeff. You know what happens? A.J. Green moves on. You have no weapons. Your offensive line stinks. Your D stinks, which means in the fourth quarter, you're down 14 points. And those defenses bring the absolute wood at you. That's the only thing. I'm actually, it's actually a shame he's going to end up with the Cincinnati Bengals, to be honest with well, you. Well, we've seen, though, over the last couple of years, we saw, you know, we've seen teams make moves. We saw the Eagles do it with Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. We had a caller the other night, Donnie, that mentioned that, like, what, that trade with Cleveland where Cleveland mm-hmm. would give up Baker Mayfield and uh, Odell mm-hmm. Beckham and, like, what kind of trade would you need to be a Bengals and trade away the number one pick? Like, what would you need? I mean, to the do only that? the only I way think. is if you said like if you did this right, you said, you know what, Joe Burrow's a really good quarterback, but I think Tua down the road in a year or two is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. So we'll trade out of one. We will get an absolute treasure trove. Like you're talking about trading out of one, Jeff, and not only let's just say you trade back to a team that's I don't know drafting ten. Let's just go over that. And you sit back at 10, and you know, too, is probably going to be there at 10. But you picked up an extra first-round draft pick in order to do that, along with what you already have. I would consider doing something like that because even though you don't want to pass on Joe Burrow, your team is so devoid of talent that maybe you take a little bit of a step down at quarterback because, Jeff, we don't – look, two in two years might be completely healthy and an absolute steal at 10. You know what I mean? I would do that if I was the Bengals, but it's the Bengals. So. I'll tell you what. Um... You know, I just don't – and it seems like this is where we're going to see him. We're going to see him – I'd love to see him, like, in L.A. or Miami or, you know, a place with, like, some sort of weapon and someone you can do it. I mean, Cincinnati seems so dense and dark, like, as far as talent. And really and good teams. Like, yeah, outside of Cleveland, like, yeah. you're going to get the two best drafting, maybe the two best organizations in, like, the top – let's just say if you had the top five organizations in football, Jeff. Steelers and Baltimore are in the top five. There's not even an argument for me on that. And that's what you go up against. Like, you're Joe Barrow. Yeah, you'd be excited to go back to Ohio. But you are going to fundamentally the cheapest, one of the single worst organizations. That's awful, man. That is awful. Let me ask you, if you were yeah. – um, if, if you're looking at, let's say, like the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. you obviously figured coming up – I mean, you know, Tom Brady's you know, near the end of his career. I mean, that's not going to be a, a t- you know, touch more longer. You know, the Jets are pretty bad. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like they're ever going to get out of their doldrums. You know, Buffalo's improving. Miami, we've seen over the last couple of weeks, we see them kind of like not give up, and it's kind of been impressive. And maybe they have something with Flores. Maybe they can – maybe he's someone that can lead them. They have DeMonte Parker. And they have a ton Parker. of draft picks. A ton. Yeah, like I would love to see him go to Miami. I know it's not like the greatest team, but like – I don't think they're as like inept as like a team like the Bengals or the Jets. Like I and, and I the Bengals wouldn't be out. Season. Like you're not going to a big. You know, if you go to Miami, you could probably lay back in the cut for a couple of years. You know what I mean? If you go to a big city that expects you to be like, good day one, yeah. And I, I like I always like to look at this because with a quarterback, you kind of want a guy that can be a leader, and you, you know, maybe he's a little boisterous or talks a lot. Doesn't the kid seems like just a perfect kid? Like he seems like a like a perfect kid to be a quarterback. Like he just exudes like you know professional and, and, and we're and talking just, about he didn't come from and this is no knock on like washington state quarterbacks this guy did it in the sec where nobody does that in the sec yeah nobody lights up like four top 10 teams 
in the SEC. Nobody does that. And he did it with, with e, the biggest environment, going to Alabama. He looked like the best player I've seen in the last five years when he played at Alabama. Then you go down in an SEC home game for Georgia, knowing you need to win that to win the SEC and move on and clinch your Heisman. Dominates in that football game. He did everything to pass the test for me this year. It's amazing. I love it. And if, it, if you're a team, again, you're the Bengals and you draft them, you'd be excited. But I wouldn't be excited for Joe Barrow going to the Bengals. It's going to be a shame. That's what happens. Yeah, he's. Uh, I, I listened to him on. Um, he did Donnie Pardon My Take the other day with mm-hmm. Big Cat and those guys, and they. He's a really good like kid. I, I like the kid a lot. I hope he has a lot of success at the next level, and uh, I think he will. I just don't want to see him go to Cincinnati. I, I would. <laughs> you know, I don't care if he goes to Miami or or wherever. Donnie, one other thing uh, before we move on. Would you? I, I was actually talking with. I do a radio spot every week with with a radio station in uh, in Greenville, North Carolina, and mm-hmm. we were talking about. Do you think it? Would you, if you're the Redskins, are you like you're not giving up on Haskins, are you, or are you? I, I, here's the and you know it's a great question you asked, Jeff, because I'm going to segue right into the same thing you're going to say. Let's just say Young out of Ohio State goes number one overall to the Bengals. You know who's at two, Jeff, right now? Giants. Joe Barrow's yeah. sitting there. Same thing with, and I know you're probably getting with the same thing with yeah, the Redskins, they're not right? I don't, I, I don't think you can do. You can't. It's not smart for your franchise. Like Arizona, even though they, we'll, we'll see if Kyler Murray turns into a good quarterback. That's just wasting draft capital to go like number one, take a quarterback. Number one, take a quarterback. You know, it's tough to do that. But Donnie, you, there's no way the Cincinnati Bengals take Chase Young. There's no way they don't take Burrow. If they're the number it's one, the team, Bengals, man. And they don't, you, they're, yeah, they're, they're the number. They're the so, team, Jeff, that doesn't like anybody to leave. They might t- turn around and be like, you know what, Dalton, you really showed heart. You played hard down the stretch. Here's another contract. That's what they do. Yeah, I, I mean that's true, and they definitely defied the expectations <laughs> with Marvin Lewis for years, but yeah. they can't really. I mean, they've. I mean, they benched Dalton at one point this year, and then they went to Ryan Finley. And then, I mean, you need some infusion in Cincinnati. And, and look, I think the one good thing about for, for Burrow is, I mean, he is an Ohio kid. I mean, that's definitely, you know, I think helpful. And But, but uh-huh. you, Donnie, think about it. You, you go from literally, you don't know what you're going to – because he's a senior. What What's a senior mm-hmm. in college think about? What am I going to do with my life, you know? Mm-hmm. You go from literally, I don't know if I ever play football again, to – you know, maybe trying to make a team somewhere to now I'm the number one pick in the draft and I'm going to make millions of dollars. It's yeah, 40, you get what, 40, 40 million guaranteed as soon as you leave uh, school and then not counting like endorsements and stuff. Now, here's the thing I want to ask you, Jeff. Ready? We saw this a while ago. The number two team in the draft right now, it holds true, will be the Giants. What happens to the Giants behind the scenes talk to his agent and be like, hey, you know what? You hold out. We'll take you too. You don't want to be a Bengal. We'll take you too. Now the problem with that would be is why Cincinnati would take, is. Why would they take? I mean, Dan, with, with, well, let's just say you're a two, and you say, you know what, Joe Burrow can be a. Which I pray to God, Daniel Jones stays with the Giants, and Joe Burrow doesn't end up with the Giants. So just yeah, in that scenario, either, but right. Cincinnati is so bad, Jeff. Do you remember when they had Carson Palmer, and he's like, "Look, trade me, or I'm just going to retire." And Mike Brown said, all right, retire. It does, we don't even care if we get anything for you. You're only going to play for us. So if we lose games because you're not here, we're going to prove a point. They're the type of franchise, Jeff. Remember the Phillies when they drafted J.D. Drew and just said, you know what? You'll sign with us. No, I'm not going to sign with you. Yeah, we're going to draft in. You'll sign with us. And you forego an entire number one pick 
the Browns are that type of organization, Jeff, that if he gets drafted to the Browns, like, the, or excuse me, the, the uh, Bengals, they'll just sit him out and be like, well, we drafted you, so eventually you'll come back to play. That's how bad their organization is. Yeah, I really hope he doesn't go there because you look at this team. I mean, I mean, but then again, remember they didn't let Green go at the deadline. Maybe they keep him and they say, yeah, okay, well, exactly. Hey, we you have... can trade him right now for a number two. And the best part about it, Jeff, is he didn't even play the whole year. Like they could have moved him for a two with his bad ankle, and he could have messed up somebody else's team. And they could have laughed like, ha ha, yeah, we got a two out of it, and they didn't. Crazy. But that not for nothing. Like, and I mean this. If if Adrian Green comes back and he's good to go, you have Joe Mixon, you have a pretty decent group there. I, I actually their their offense is not the issue. Their their issue is defensively. They stinked on defense. Their their linebackers are horrible. They have to make a they have to do an overall defensively because they they're just horrific. I mean, Donnie, they, they how long, their like, offensive line is is one of the worst in the. That's the only thing I wear. Like yeah. you get shell shocked, Jeff. You know you you love the Steelers, right? The Steelers twice a year. The Ravens defense twice a year. Good God, man. I'll tell you, oh. though, in, the Giants are going to get Chase Young. And I'll tell you, they have not had a guy yeah. like that since early Damn. JPP and Michael Strahan. Yeah. yeah. That's a guy. Yep. I mean, we, we have to do a Saquon Barkley twice a year. we got to do a Ezekiel Elliott twice a year. Now we're going to have to deal with that, that mammoth uh, as well uh, every, every year. Uh, yeah, that's uh, – that that's a that's a good football player, Chase Young, man. He he's on now another Jeff, level. Now, 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 how about this though, ready? Because you know what we see is going to happen this weekend, and I still am the belief that Dallas is probably the right move on Sunday. So Dallas wins that game, yep. Jeff. Right? You go into the the Giants game, and it doesn't mean anything anymore. You're out of the playoffs. You can't. Dallas wins, they win the division, no matter what happens week seventeen. Maybe we're cheering a little bit for the Giants in that game, Jeff. How about it? <laughs> yeah. No, you're yeah. totally right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's fascinating. Joe Burrow is is quite the quite the kid, man. That was yeah. a great speech by him the other night too, wasn't it? Really, actually, you know, it's funny. I didn't even kid. see it. I had no idea it was on until I got to the tweets like, "Ah, oh, Joe Burrow won the high." I mean, we all knew he was going to win it anyway. I forgot I, it was Saturday. I'll tell you, yeah. take ten minutes and listen. It was really yeah. well done. It was. Uh, yeah, I never. I didn't. See, he seems like one of those kids that like never changes emotions, but he like cried a little bit. It was. It was. It was just. It was impressive because. Donnie, a lot of people don't know, like, his father was a coach. His father was a coach at uh, Nebraska and Ohio. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like an assistant coach. And um, yeah. his father this year retired so he could watch Joe Burrow play mm-hmm. college football. And yeah. his brothers were football players. And, you know, they, they kind of did okay but didn't do great. They kind of lived like yeah. every other person. And he talked about how, like, you know, they took a shot on me down at uh, – because he was going to decide, Donnie – between Cincinnati and North Carolina. And then Ed O kind of came out of nowhere and said, why don't you come here? And you know, he talked longly about a John, but he's a good kid. He's really a nice guy. Seems like a, a professional. And I think he's going to do some great things in the NFL. But uh, Donnie, before we hit the phone lines, I do want to take mm-hmm. a quick break here. Uh, when we come back, we will hit those. We'll talk some pro bowl snubs uh, and start to get you ready for uh, week, what is it, 15 in the NFL? 16. Uh, 16 yeah, 16. Uh, we got some Saturday games. I even have a game, Donnie, Saturday that I do like that I want to get your Ooh. thoughts on. Yeah. We'll get to that uh, right after. Are you looking? 
Looking for fresh opinions on sports, sex, culture, food, and more? Well, it's time for you to go check out our friends at PubSearchRadio.com. From podcasts to blogs to live content and radio, live in the heart of San Antonio, PubSearch Radio provides plenty. They have terrific soccer, UFC, and niche topics, too. Leave it to me, leave it to my opinion, the big men on campus, I co-sign PubSportsRadio.com. And you can also check out people like me, Dottie Wrightside, Ski Profit, and more. Check out the newest in opinions in all the blog culture, PubSportsRadio.com. seconds here. I did want to quickly, Donnie, discuss the Pro Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we care more about who got snubbed and like the, the selections, and then we kind of just forget about the game. But there were two teams that did not have any Pro Bowl players, Donnie, the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. and the New York Giants. I was actually surprised here that Cincinnati had a Pro Bowl pick. Uh, Geno Atkins made a Pro Bowl. I don't, I'm not sure if he was a Pro Bowler, but um, he made it. Were you surprised to hear that Cincinnati had a Pro Bowl player? Because I was. Yeah, sometimes – Geno Atkins usually gets in because of his uh, priors. You know how it is? Like you're sort of like – you know, you, yeah, the Pro Bowl is almost like backwards. Player. Like if you were really good last year, then you make it the next year. Geno's the only steady guy, and you know the NFL likes to spread it around mostly and try to get as many teams in as it can, so I don't mind it. Ravens get 12 players hmm. in the Pro Bowl. That's, uh, by the way, Donnie, um, all, all due respect to, to you know – uh, Mark Andrews, but Darren Waller should be in the Pro Bowl over Mark Andrews. I mean, Darren Waller for the, for the and Josh Jacobs for that matter. I mean, both those guys had great seasons. How did Darren Waller not make the Pro Bowl over Mark or Mark Andrews? I guess it's just because it's a Raven yep. and they wanted to just yep. Yep. it out. Absolutely, mm-hmm. that was kind of a snub. Yeah, I thought. Uh, Butcher Cox a Pro Bowler? I thought he was kind of Mr. Popularity. I don't know that he's a Pro Bowl player. Uh, no one on this Eagles defensive line should be in the Pro Bowl. Sorry. Um, six Eagles, by the way. Were you surprised by that? I mean, not real. I mean, they have some bright spots in some positions. Are there six starters? Really? Did they get that uh, many in? There's six, there are six players in the, uh, in the Pro Bowl. Brandon Brooks, Zach Ertz, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, Rick Lovato. I'm sorry, five players. Sorry. Gotcha. Uh, oh, got so a yeah, team right players. there. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, uh, you got to have a long snapper, Donnie, and he's, you know, <laughs> I, I guess they just think of like, well, they had John Dormo, so this guy must be good. Yeah, uh, like if you never hear the guy's name, he's probably a really good long snapper, actually, so. <laughs> I might get a lot of shit for this, but Kirk Cousins should be in the Pro Bowl. Like, what, Who were the uh, quarterbacks team. for the uh, Pro Bowl? Who the who the Eastern uh, were, quarterbacks? It was uh, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Drew Brees, and – who was the other one? Uh, it was one it's other three, one. It's usually it's uh, three Pro Bowlers per side, right? Uh, you mean position? Yeah, like quarterback. Three. There's, usually it's three quarterbacks for each each side, 
East and uh, or uh, AFC yeah, and I, I think for the NFC, it was Russell Wilson. Uh, it was I, see, I have it. I don't have it by. Uh, I have it by team and who they pick. Yeah, I don't have see. it. Check out NFL.com because uh, it, it came up tonight. Aaron, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and, and Russell Wilson. Then the AFC Mahomes, um, uh, Lamar Jackson, and uh, whoever the other quarterback. You could, you could answer that for me right now, I'm sure. Let me see. Uh, let's go uh, uh, quarterback Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson were the three. That's it. Deshaun Watson, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely interesting. I, I'll be honest, Donnie. I, Kirk Cousins had a good year, man. I, I know we don't ever want to give Kirk Cousins any love, but I mean, he's been really good, dude. Like, yeah, he's, he's not going to be again. He's not making Aaron Rodgers going to get that popular. Let's not forget too. Like, not only do the players vote on this, the fans vote as well. That's hard say to that's beat those three. Let's yeah. say it's popularity contest, and we're not putting the best players in because there's a lot of guys that didn't make the Pro Bowl that showed us. You know, Kenny Galladay had a great season. He didn't make it. You know, there's guys. Well, who that made you, who it would you to, want Kenny Galladay in over at wideout though? Julio, I guess. I mean, Julio's going to get in every year. I mean, Julio had like one touchdown. Tyreek Hill. Fuck Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's a piece of shit. He shouldn't get any love from the NFL. Let him play, and that's it. I don't want to see him in any Pro Bowls. Put listen, all due respect, but Kenny Galladay should be in over him. Keenan Allen. I mean, they're good players, but I, I, you know, Galladay had a great season. In the in the uh, NFC, I guess I'd have to think about it. Um, I'm not putting good them board, in man. Look at how about, how about two wide. How about both Godwin and Evans got to the. I mean, they're not going to play any because they're hurt. But I mean, Jesus. all due respect on it, Godwin's a good player, but is he like? A top five receiver in the league? No. I mean, Galladay, this year, you look at his numbers. This year, 1,300 yards and nine touchdowns. True. He was uh, outrageous. We'll get to that, game. that offense is outrageous, man. We'll get to that game, Bucks and Texans, in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get to the phone lunch. We've got a couple people waiting. I believe this is um, Rob Job. Rob Job, what's up? Yes, sir. What's going on, guys? Hey. hey. What's good, bro? Hey. I haven't heard from you in a while. I'm still traveling and gambling, and it's uh, bowl season, so that's the ultimate gift. It's a gift that keeps on giving, and I got some fade teams for everybody out there. Get them. Let's go. Right before I had four marked right away before they even announced a schedule. That was Utah, Georgia, Bama, and Central Florida. Yeah, I'm not fading I kind, Utah. I kind of took Bama up. Hey, go on. Why are you fading Utah? You do know Kyle is the best bowl coach ever, right? Yeah, don't care. Uh, Doc Holliday is okay. also pretty darn good, too. But uh, No, I, I actually like two years. You're, you're on some. Yeah, two years in a row now, they have lost the Pac-12 title game. Last year, a barn burner versus Washington, and obviously got rolled by Oregon. But they didn't just lose the Pac-12. They also lost the playoff. They were going to be in the playoff had they won that game. So now you got to go play the who gives the crab ball all the way in San Antonio? It's a big letdown. This team's kind of, you know, it's an exhibition game. And now and you're Texas telling home them. Game. Yeah, yeah, but they yep. lost Utah. The only reason they're in this game is because they lost. They didn't win their way there. They lost. And yeah. Texas is same old, same old. You know what I mean? And Tom Herman actually fired, you know, 
got Orlando out of there and got rid of his old coordinator. So, you know, Tom Herman's kind of fired up. And, and you know, and it's right down the road. Tom Herman, Tom Herman's a great underdog coach too. So, I mean, yeah, look, I don't, I don't hate the pick. I think it, it makes a ton of sense. You know, mm-hmm. you hate, you yeah. hate backing teams that aren't, you know, really excited to be there. And I think you're going to have a couple of those. There, there's a couple of those always in bowl season, but I don't know. Texas defense is what it is. I, I, I think you're onto something though. I just don't want to bet against Whittingham to be honest. Well, yeah. Since the playoff, this is what I do every bowl. I mean, last year I took Texas money line as a 14 point dog against Georgia and I was running to take it. Mm-hmm. But let me uh, ask you, Rob Job. Let me ask you. I I put a video out earlier, and I'm sure Donnie will have a thought on this. I took La Tech money line against Miami. I I don't understand why Miami was a six and a half point favorite in a bowl game. I mean, keep in mind in that in that uh, bowl, it's in Shreveport. It's like a home game basically. And yep. you look at La Tech. I mean, this is a good offense. Skip Holtz is a great bowl coach. Miami's lost eight of their last nine bowl games. I mean, what what what? I don't know if they really even belong in a bowl. They are because they're, I guess, six and six or whatever they were. But they have a horrible offensive line. Donnie, I found something out of Miami. Listen to this, Rob Judd. This is amazing yeah. to me. On drop back passes, their quarterback per snap is uh, sacked eleven point six percent of their snaps. That's like the le- the country average Ooh. is like five and a half. Like yeah. they, their offensive line is shocking. Like it is really horrific. I like La Tech a lot. I think they win the game. Why are they six and a half point underdog? I don't get that at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, I love dogs in the ball game. And I'll give you another one. That's happening on uh, Saturday, I believe. Boise State. Yeah. Now, yeah. Th- this is a strange game because Chris Peterson is not retiring. He's not stepping down for health reasons. He's just quitting. He Leaving, wants yeah. to get away from football. Also, you know, they won the Pac-12 last year, played the Rose Bowl. This is a nothing game. And Washington never, ever, ever plays in the state of Nevada. I went back 20 years. They played in the Las Vegas Bowl in 2012. They, in the last, they, it's the only time they've even been in the state of Nevada, and they're going to Las Vegas. Do you think those players are going to want to hang out? Do some drinking, do crazy stuff. The, the, the game doesn't mean anything to them. Boise, this is a home game. It's in their conference. They already played in Las Vegas this season. They Two years ago, they did this to the Ducks. The Ducks didn't care, went to Las Vegas, partied the next day, no show to Boise because it's in their conference. They live there. I'm all over Boise. Uh, I'm all over uh, Marshall. Marshall is money in this game. Yeah, can, I took Big Man. How I can cheat. they get a, I got an 18 on that game. Tell me how can they be giving 18? Yeah, I got 17 and a half. I agree with you. Uh, Donnie, Doc Holiday is uh, 6 and 0 against the spread in bowl games in his career. And yeah, I I think UCF it, you talk about a team uh, Rob Job that might be a little disinterested. I mean, they've been in the New Year's yes. Day, New Year's Day bowls the last 3 years. Now you're playing some random bowl game, you know, where's that in Tampa? It's not even a, and it, it's not, it's games, not even a yeah. bowl game. You're not even leaving. You don't even get to go anywhere. <laughs> you, you sit at home no, and play man. Marshall. Big man, Marshall played in this game last year and beat a team from yeah. Florida. They're, if you would say, you know, they're 900 mile travel, but they've already done that travel. They've already won that game. I mean, the offensive listen, coordinator's already left. Bowls, 
And, and to What's bowl that? games, you want to go and, like, have an experience. This is just another game for UCF. They might win. I could see, like, 31-21, something like that. But another thing about Doc Holliday, keep this in mind, not only is he good in bowls, I've made it clear all season. I want Marshall as an underdog. Ten and three over the last yes. 13 overall as an underdog. They've been very good in that role. I agree with you 100%. And I will say on that Washington angle real quick, I don't hate it. I think Boise's really found something with this new quarterback, this Jalen Henderson kid. Hank Buckmeyer's been in and out of the lineup all year. They have a great receiving core. They make it easy on that kid. Uh, I think your angle on that is is definitely a valid one. like it. Yeah, and UCF again, their leading wide receivers said he's sitting the game. You know, 1,300 yards Gabe Davis. Their offensive coordinator has already left the team. This is a team going the wrong way. And 17, I got money line and points for Marshall. And Baylor, 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 Baylor. Just Baylor, Georgia, nobody. Go on. No, finish up your thought. I want to throw one out. Oh, I was just saying everybody on Georgia seems to not want to play in this game. They may not have the entire offensive line. They already got their left tackle. And another tackle has said he's declared for the draft and say if he was playing. The running back. Only got two carries in the game versus LSU. Do you think now he's going to get 20 carries? I don't think he's even going to play. It's And Baylor cares. Is there a better guy who leads men than Matt Rule? This guy is money. And to turn that program around, look, I'm all over Baylor. Makes sense. I think you're on to something. Yeah. Rob Job, I'll, I'll, let me throw one more out at the listeners and to you. This is a game I already bet. I just I just bet it kind of right before the show started. Um, the Naval Academy, minus two and a half against Kansas State. For, let me tell you something about the Naval Academy. And I, I bet this game a few years ago in the same situation. Do you happen to know, uh, Donnie, what year Malcolm Perry is in? What do you mean? What senior, right? He is a senior, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you know anything about the Naval Academy, what, what's it all about, Don? It's about brotherhood. It's about mm-hmm. coming to play for your brother. It's about being there. They just won that game against Army. Okay, They're getting a team in Kansas State who has had a nice season. Um, I don't know if they're ready to compete or, or ready to win a game like this just yet. Keep in mind, 92nd against the run in Kansas State. They're giving up almost five yards of carry this season. You really fucking think – they're not going to send Malcolm Perry out on a high note. They have the best player in the field. Navy is going to beat Kansas State in Memphis. They've already played there this year. Uh, get on Navy, minus two and a half. They're going to beat Kansas State, and they're going to beat them by double digits. Malcolm Perry, best player in the, play, best player in the field. <laughs> yep, I think Perry just scored another touchdown as we speak against yeah. Army. Yeah. <laughs> yep, 300 <laughs> yards rushing uh, from a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's a hell of a player. Rob Jeff, good to hear from you, man. Don't be a stranger, all right? Yeah, love the show. Thanks, guys. Good luck out there. Thanks, man. See you, Rob. Uh, Rob Jeff, uh, pretty much Donnie going through the entire bowl card. Uh, I like that. I like his angles, though. I think I think it's the right move because I, when you talked about you, Jeff, with the uh, Miami game, right, But kids are the same, right? You get a bowl game. You're right. You want the experience. But the kids that are most excited are Louisiana Tech on. You know what? I would love to go out and tell my kids I beat Miami. What the hell is Miami gained from going on the road to play Louisiana Tech? That's why Miami loses every year because they're yeah, that six. I, they continuously be like six and six, 
seven-win team, eight-win team, and then they match up in a bowl game with, like, Wisconsin, who you know is like, oh, we got, we got to beat Miami. Miami's like, ah, okay, and they get beat. There's zero for Miami to play for this game. DJ Dallas is not going to play in this game. You can't take Miami. You can't. I have no idea why Miami's a favorite. Like, none. I, have, I don't get name. it at all. Bigger conference. That's it. Nothing more. Which, again, they haven't been a name since, like, the 90s. I'm not really sure why we're still talking about Miami. But, yeah, no. Uh, one other one, Donnie. It, mm-hmm. This could be the highest bowl game as far as score outside of some of those. I mean, those four, those two games, the, the big games, I mean, you get the four best outfits in the country. That's going to be awesome. But this – um. Boca Raton Bowl, Donnie, always seems like a tie scoring, doesn't it? You're going to have good Who's weather. In? SMU, Florida Atlantic, this is going to be a shit show. Yeah. I mean, it is going to be 45-41. <laughs> I mean, you think you think FAU gives a fuck about playing defense without Lane Kiffin? They're just going to sh- throw. They're going to they're gonna do whatever they want. SMU plays no defense, and all they do is throw. That's going to be a wild game there. But uh, let's go to Guan White, uh, the – um, biggest Tennessee homer on the face of the earth, uh, Guan White. Says the guy that does stay of the Eagle video, so you're just as delusional as I am. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, but as usual, way off. I, I've talked all year about how bad they are, so I'm not sure. It's what all right. It's all right. We both got a championship on our belts, man. We might not get another one, so it's all good, bud. It's all good. It's all good. When did your team win a championship? What, 50 years? I was like, uh, yeah, like 98, yeah. And then you got yours now, and so it probably won't be How another you, 50 years. Two or three? I was, I was 15, dude. What are you talking about? Jeff, does, 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 yeah, but Guan, do you even get one? Marcus 36 years Alton old. is not the quarterback. You got to say, say you need breaks. We need breaks to win, right? Marcus Alton was the quarterback. He knocked off Florida State. That's how you get titles, baby. I love it. I know, but – uh. Now I was wanting to uh, talk to you about uh, – I do like uh, Rob John's point on Bama, but the only reason why I think Bama may win that game is because it's against Harbaugh. Because the SEC – like, I don't think Nick Saban can stomach losing to Harbaugh. That's the only thing. Like, I'm yeah, I, yeah, I didn't really – he didn't really get into that game, but I, I, was, I was glad he didn't because – there's no fucking way I'm betting on Michigan against Alabama. No fucking way. I, I uh, yeah, I'm good on Harbaugh. I mean, yeah, unless you're like, yeah. like massive defections on that who are going to get drafted. Like, I'm not playing in this game, which you had a couple, but, you know, that's the only way you, I guess you stay off it. Yeah, because I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm, I'm thinking the same way, like, they're really not motivated. But then when I see where they're playing, I'm like, oh, man, like, Harbaugh, like, he, he you know, like – we hate Harbaugh, you know what I'm saying? Like all the satellite camps he had down here and all the stuff, and, and it's saving too. So I was like, yeah, I, I'll probably just leave that game alone. But uh, also, too, uh, did hey, you Guan. hear about uh, – what's up? Hey, Guan. Yeah, I don't – but you mentioned motivation. I don't think – I think Alabama's pretty fucking pissed off in this game. I think they come out and beat up Jim Harbaugh's team. I, I think they're going to be ready to go. I know it's not what they wanted, but it's still a New Year's Day bowl. It's still a game that – you know, I think, you know, a lot of the time Nick has pretty good motivated kids that want to go and, you know, you, you don't want to be the guy at Alabama to say you lost a bowl game. When, when was the last time they've lost a bowl game? I mean, outside of, like, the, the big games. I I don't – they don't lose very often. Yeah, they're now. never in the I'm other games. Play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I think the, the last one was, like, Oklahoma, which that was, like, out of nowhere. But that was because it was they, – they got knocked out of the championship. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But, yeah, but other than that, like you said, I – 
I, I totally agree with you, Jeff. Um, but uh, well, there was something else. I, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, uh, there was someone that called on some Utah State players that were smoking weed in the apartment complex. So keep an eye yeah, out on that. So yeah, I heard. Uh, and, I, and Donnie, that's a good that's a good point by Guan. Did you see you got suspended for Utah State, Donnie? Yes, uh, Love got suspended, right? Love. Gerald Bright, their leading receiver. That's a, that's big. That's a big loss, man. Uh, Kent State might win a bowl game, Donnie. Kent State. How about that? Look at that meteoric <laughs> ride. They need a 30 for 30 on that one, man. That's believers yeah. in Kent another, State. Uh, Hell yes. Another suspension talk as well. There's a, We talked about this last night. I heard through the grapevine that uh, some of these guys that are going to be suspended for Oklahoma are on the defensive side of the football. So, listen, as long as Jalen Hurts and CeeDee Lamb are good to go, I'm on Oklahoma. I already bet them. How's right. Oklahoma going to let that suspensions go through when they're in the national title run? That's like don't you, level the, don't you level the boom if they're playing like outside of the, like oh we we don't stand for this, but you know that boost is like don't you dare suspend these kids. Yeah, I don't think I, I again we haven't had anyone legitimate say that it's going to happen, so I, I don't we don't know how serious it is, but it might never happen. Uh, yeah, on, or it might be this. Your You're not going to start. You know what I mean? You you missed like one play. You're out of play. You're out of play. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Oh, yep. uh, no, but I've been listening to the show. Uh, I've just been out of the weather and stuff. So, you know, good first two episodes and everything. So, uh, uh, you probably knows how this is. I don't know if, how many birthday parties you've had with your daughter, but when you have a bunch of three to six year old kids, like 15 uh, around you, I mean, yep, I feel like I'm high dying. Fives I mean, it's door. crazy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're they're kids from three to six are probably the nastiest people. Petri dishes to walk to work. All of them. I mean, yep. I mean, seriously, they're eating their boogers like they're on derbs, man. That's that's ridiculous. But uh, nobody's washing but, hands. Yep, he got it. No, man. yeah, yeah. They're wiping their their snot on your shoulder. Yeah, dude, it's it's terrible, man. And I woke up, I thought I was dying Sunday, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but no, man. Keep up the good work, guys, and, and I'll be talking to you soon. Awesome, Guan. Thank you, Guan. Have a nice day, man. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, that was – I'm ready to throw up now after that conversation. That's kids, um, man. Kids get you sick. Yeah. Uh, Donnie, let's uh, take one more break here, and we will be back. We'll take some more calls. If you want to join us, we have a couple people on hold right now. If you want to join us, lines are pretty open, 515-605-9349, 515-605-9349. When we come back, we'll take a look at some uh, NFL games this weekend and get you ready for another week uh, in that sport. So stick with us. We'll be right back right after this. Hey guys, Donnie here with RightWager.com. If you're looking for the best sports handicapping service in the business, there's only one choice, and that's RightWager.com. NFL, college basketball, Major League Baseball, and much more. 100% verified, all by third party. No hijinks on the website, no Google Docs spreadsheet that can be updated and changed. Strictly through handicappers, watchdog, and capper tech, we've been online for almost a decade. Come on, join the team at RightWager.com. The NFL is winding down. Some big money to be made in the playoffs right through to the Super Bowl. And we start our college basketball season in January. So join the team here at RightWager.com. 
what side are you on? We are back here on the Dolce's Rebrow Podcast. By the way, Donnie, that uh, a track right there. You know, Nicki Minaj kind of became pretty lame, but that track right there, the best Nicki Minaj. I like the one with Meek. I like when Meek, Meek goes over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah tremendous. Sure. That yep. was like right that, – that was right around the rise of Meek Mill when he became like yeah. really popular. Um, yeah, no, and then they started dating and – Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when they dated Meek and Meek yeah. and Nikki? Yeah, she was, <laughs> yep. uh, by the way, uh, speaking of, of Philadelphia, Donnie, I will not be here tomorrow night, so I don't know if mm-hmm. you're going to do the show by yourself. That might be fun well, for you. Night off. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be in. Uh, I'm going to be at the Sixer game, and I want to tell everybody if you're going to be watching the broadcast, it's on ESPN. I am going to be right behind the Heat bench, so if you want to see. How big ballers do it? I'm going to be right there. Uh, yeah, but and will, will, you, will you get Jimmy Butler's attention, Jeff? That's the question. A hundred percent. Yes. Thousand percent. I'll get it. Good job. Thousand yeah. percent. I'm going to call him a traitor, Benedict Arnold. That's exactly what I'm going to call him. Um, should I call him that? Not anything. What? Like a traitor? Because he is. Yeah. Come on. He. You know he's got rabbit ears coming back to the city again. You know he's got rabbit ears. He listened yeah. to everything. I wonder if Dion yep. Waiters is there for this app. Yep, you got to use you, all that, you, Jeff. You got to use all that. Can you travel if you're suspended? No, I don't think he's – no, no. They don't want him in. I, I think he's going to end up getting cut, man. What, he suspended, what, three times already this year? What the wrong did with you, that guy? Did you see what he got suspended for the other day? Yeah, said he was sick and was out partying on a yacht boat for his birthday or something. Good Lord, man. Dion Waiters is on the weird shit, man. He is, like, man. Sure. He, I mean, he he needs to get his life in order, man. Because you look at his contract, Donnie. Do you know how much Deion Waiters makes? No. What does he want? What does he want? 2017, 2018, he made $11 million. Mm-hmm. Last year, he made $11.5 million. Yep. This year, he's going to make $12.1 million. Yeah. And next year, he's going to make almost $15 million. Yeah, guaranteed. I mean, All guaranteed. Unless he doesn't get just thrown out for suspensions, yeah. I mean, what a wild life, dude. Like, what a wild life. Mm-hmm. Like, you live in Miami. You uh, it just – I mean – oh, by the way, you know who his agent is? Who? Rich Paul. Oh, yeah. Rich Paul's the king, man. He's like he might the, end up on the Lakers. Like the, uh, he's a Scott Bull of, uh, of, of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's update a couple of scores here. Donnie writes that Temple University is now winning. They're beating the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, it is 47-41. Is this game uh, – this game is just getting into the second half, I believe. What channel are we on? We got a uh, channel for that one? I'll pop it on. That, uh, I believe it's on ESPNU, I think. Let's go. Uh, so maybe you can update us on a score over in yeah. – uh, where is this game? Brooklyn, I believe. The what do you got on reserve? Let me see. We got a Temple 47, Miami 41, 17, 29 to go in the quarter, or the half, I should say. 
kind of a higher scoring game. A lot of people banked that one as a game in the, the 60s. Uh, Purdue up 63-49 on Ohio. Purdue laying seven and a half. This one's starting to get a little too close uh, for comfort. Purdue in doing Athens. a nice job. Yeah, no, I know. This was 37-17 at half. It was a 20-point hmm. game at half. It's starting to get a little touchy, though, if you have no uh, laid the seven. Uh, Matt Harms is not playing. He's out tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, Purdue, as usual, uh, playing good defense, actually playing good offense, but uh, they're, they're, they're putting um, – they're giving the ball up, Donnie. They say they're, they're, they're committing some turnovers and letting them hang around. If you're Purdue, you've got to be up by more than, than 14 here uh, to put this game away. Uh, sure. Donnie, let's get into some NFL. I wanted to talk mm-hmm. about the Saturday game. Uh, this Houston and uh, Tampa game. We mentioned Deion Waiters. We met or not Deion Waiters. Uh, Deshaun Watson going to the Pro Bowl. Uh, we mentioned Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, though, probably not going to be playing this weekend he's gone. to go along with. Yeah, Mike. He's not playing. I don't like the Texans as favorites, but this looks like a pretty good spot. It, it was it two. Now it's up to three. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to lay the points in the road? Because as we know. Now with Jameis Winston, when Jameis Winston doesn't have his full complement of receivers, he tries to do too much, um, and we know he's susceptible to turnovers, very reckless player. He's got a a 7.6% interception rate uh, (laughs) to to certain players. I mean, he's just 24 picks. (laughs) Yeah, that's wild. Uh, I'm kind of starting to to buy in, but it's always that Bill O'Brien effect uh, weighing down on me. Yeah, here, well, here's, here's what I'm going to give you a little bit of a uh, piece of solace here, because I agree. Even though Sharps probably like the Buccaneers, Sharps also just look at straight numbers. Well, look at that. You're taking the top – now, I, I guess you could we probably leave in Perriman. Exactly. You have four legitimate wide receivers on that team. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Bashard Perriman, and uh, Scott Miller, the little quick white kid out of uh, actually Bowling Green. Three of those four are missing this weekend in this football game, right? So you're going to be throwing to a bunch of tight ends. All right, well, Jameis and this and that, and I understand they've been playing better. They're 500. It's big for Bruce Aaron to say we got to finish above 500. I get that. But look at what they did. They played New Orleans, and they got embarrassed five games ago, 34-17. Top-level team playing with passion and needing it for the playoffs. They then played Atlanta, stink, 35-22. They then played Jacksonville, stink, 28-11. They played Indianapolis, who had a 14-point lead, fell off the map, and absolutely quit. Then they played the Detroit Lions. What's the difference here, Jeff, between those four teams and what you're going to get this weekend? Now, the key ingredient here is if you're looking down the line, this isn't like we say, oh, let's see what Tennessee does. This is a Saturday football game, Jeff. They win this game. They put T-shirts on. They are champions of the AFC South no matter what happens with Tennessee over the final two weeks, and if Houston loses their last game to Tennessee in Week 17. They know this. Wrap this up, get your rest next week, and head into the playoffs. Did the Bengals lock up uh, the worst record, Donnie? No, I don't think that – have they, they have won? They no, because they can still yeah, the, technically win two games, right? Yeah, or three games, I mean, by the so last two. here – I mean, you have to take the Dolphins at home, right? There's no way the Bengals win. They're not going to try to win this game. It's, it's a, you're you're right. And I saw a couple of people reach out, and they have this. And 
I mean, when there's pathways to victory, like you're talking about Tampa Bay not making the playoffs, right? And you know Houston can win. I like looking at that as motivation in the late weeks in the NFL. But to try to read two teams that not tanking, we are tanking, that's a really tough one. That is a straight-up coin flip game, as it should be, minus one in a pick em. That's a tough game to read, man. One game on Saturday that does have some pretty important implications, Dottie. The Buffalo Bills are just one game behind the New England Patriots. I mean, here's the, the game. Yeah, here's out. the problem. Yeah, here's the problem with that, which is a shame because I was looking at and saying, you know what? If Buffalo beats New England, New England actually has to lose to Buffalo, Jeff, and then lose to Miami at home for Buffalo to win the yeah, division. But, hey, but you're still going to – I think you still have to put the you're, – you're still going to put the foot forward, and both teams are going to show effort here. You look at Buffalo, Dottie. Hear me out for a second. Mm-hmm. Nine and yeah. four against the spread. Yep. Four and oh as a road dog. A five and one is yep. a straight up. ATS underdog. I mean, this team's six and zero on the road against the number, and they showed Mm -hmm. in the first game between these two groups that, I mean, this defense is legit, really legit. And we know what Tom Brady is. Mm -hmm. He's not. He's not a good quarterback. I mean, he's he's a solid quarterback, but he's not what he once was. It was sixteen ten the first game. How do you not take them here? No, and you're right. I mean, it's the only bad part. It's a little bit of a short week for Buffalo. Huge emotional win late on Sunday night, and have a quick turnaround. Yeah, they New got England. It. We can. I mean, we can say New England got off the schneid, Jeff. But look at New England's offensive numbers versus the Bengals. Horrendous again. Horrendous again. Here's the one thing because I think New England's still going to win the division because I don't think they're going to lose to Miami regardless. But if you are Buffalo, you know, ten and four. Go throw that haymaker at Big Brother. Do you know what I mean? Like that confidence boost. We just went in New England and fucked up New England. And now we're moving on. And regardless if we win the division, if we see you again, or we go on the road and have to play somebody upper level, you remember, we beat Pittsburgh and New England on the road. We can beat anybody. That means a lot, man. It does. Donnie, um, just one other thing on that Miami game. I'm telling you, take Miami this week. They're going to beat Cincinnati. They're way better than Cincinnati. I think. I don't one know. Thing, they though, showed their true colors again last week against the Giants. They are brutal, man. <laughs> Donnie, how many points do you think Miami's given up this year total? <laughs> Hundreds. <laughs> like, take a guess. Three fifty. I don't even know. Four thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody next, gets look, right against that. Every offense gets right against the Dolphins, man. The next closest in the league is Arizona. They've given up 398. Good Lord, man. Listen to this, Donnie. They're see Miami and New England. Miami's given up 435. Mm-hmm. New England's given up 181. That's crazy, man. Unbelievable. Man, yeah. I mean, they're 250 points different <laughs> in the same division. Everybody Donnie, gets right your, for a second. What do you have your eye on this week? Any Any game? You know what? To be honest with you, it's not a great overall week. And I, we talked earlier on, like, Saturday's games are much better than Sunday's overall. There's a lot of square shots. And look, square shots, and especially road teams, Jeff, have done very well this year. Houston won on Saturday. Look, unless you're just an absolute contrarian, how are you physically backing Tampa Bay, Jeff? If Tampa Bay rolls in with Godwin and, and Evans, like, okay, throw it up, see what you can do. And I know Houston just came off an emotional victory versus Tennessee. And they're going into an environment where Tampa Bay is not making a run for the playoffs. The only downfall is we talk about this time and time. The only downfall is you're saying 
look, I just saw two weeks ago Denver come in there and fucking annihilate Houston. You know what I mean? Like that's your that's the only reason you wouldn't take Houston, but that's not a big enough reason here. And if you missed the line, you should have got it at one and one and a half and twos and two and a half threes. And now even the DraftKings showing up at three and a half. I still think Houston wins this football game, and they should win this game by a touchdown. They're better at just about every single position in this game, except head coach. Donnie, before we go, I do mm-hmm. want to uh, quickly ask you about, and I and I don't know much. Are you where are you at with college basketball? Are you watching? Are you are you taking uh, notes? Actually, uh, taking notes, going through uh, tonight. You know who my play was tonight, Jeff. And again, I don't take any credit for this. I don't put anything out. I wanted Eastern Michigan tonight, and they covered. Oh, I'm sorry, I just told you. Yeah, I, I, no, that, yeah, you, you just basically told us, but yeah, no, Northeastern <laughs> is having major defensive problems, man, yeah. major defensive problems. A yeah. uh, couple of news and notes, and then I want to get to one game. Uh, Dottie, uh, you know the team I feel bad for the most in the country? Who? Go. Grand Canyon. I feel bad for Grand Canyon. Donnie, this team I was really excited about. They had, mm-hmm. obviously, Dan Marley. They have such a great atmosphere out there. And they mm-hmm. had J- Jalen Fisher coming in, who played at TCU. is going to be yes, kind of I a know. catalyst for them at point the guard. The albino. Um, yeah. Yes, correct. Some bad news has come <laughs> out, though. Uh, from the looks of it, according to sources, Jalen Fisher has basically left school. Uh, he does Jesus. not uh, – I don't believe he's uh, – it, they didn't give him his waiver. He didn't get a waiver. So mm-hmm. uh, they lose tonight 91-71 to New Mexico. They are in bad shape, have one of the worst benches in the country. They're basically running five guys a night. They really don't have Jesus. anyone else. Nice. Uh, so keep that in mind. But uh, I want to talk about this game between Gonzaga and, and North Carolina. And, Donnie, do you realize how bad North Carolina is right now? Like, do you get? Do you I don't, it? but, I mean, it's like they're on the – Basically, coming into the season from the prognostications was they had an elite-level player who would need to LeBron James them into the tournament, and now he's done four to six weeks. Why would he even come back? Why would he even come but back? But basically, right? basically, if you know anything, and you know this, that over the years, North Carolina has been a really up-tempo, you know, yes, transition-based offense. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like totally lost because I made the comment that I thought North Carolina could push 90 points a game this year. Like, that's how mm-hmm. excited I was for this offense. Yeah. And now you're going to be without your best player. This team scores 68 points a game. Without Cole Anthony, they're going to basically average 49 points a game. Um, who? And, Donnie, the worst thing about a point guard, and I said this before, it's like losing it's like losing your left hand or your right hand. Like, what do you do? Losing your you quarterback. Really, you gotta, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, gonna, it's like yeah. – it's like, uh, Lamar Jackson being, uh, you know, going out injured. I mean, what do you do? Yeah. Who gets you the football? Yeah, and Who then gets, Blaine Gabbert's taking over, which he can't run. Yeah, no, I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Who gets these big guys the basketball? Who creates shots? Who? And, and I'll tell you, Donnie, one thing I love in college basketball is fading a team off of a big change. So on Saturday, one of my big selling points with Rutgers against Seton Hall was the fact that Mamushkavili was out. He had a wrist injury. And outside of Miles Powell, he's the most important player. He's involved with a lot of screens, a lot of ball screens, a lot of motion. By the way, on and, the Seton Hall, Jeff, real quick, is Miles yeah. Powell out for an extended period of time now, too? I saw he had concussion. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Jesus. So that's a big concern. And and now you got to go out to Spokane and play Gonzaga. I, I just – I think this is a hellish spot for North Carolina. Now – I want to get the updated line on this game because I, I, you know, it's not out. 
How much? I got ten and a half. I got ten and a half right now, and eleven now showing up at Chris just popped up. Yeah, that's kind of where I thought it'd be. It's only going to go one forty six. Yeah, it's going to be a big public side. One forty six is high though. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if if they don't score fifty points. Who the seven hell out of eight tickets, or eight out of ten tickets? Excuse me on the Gonzaga early. Is on Gonzaga. First half yeah. might be worth a look here. I mean. Th- Dottie, isn't that a great call? Maybe first half on Gonzaga. At the kennel? Are they at the kennel? Yes. Yeah, they'll be fired up for that. Yep, yep. That's a good. That's a pretty good one. And it's like Gonzaga thirty-five twenty-five at the half. Come on, yeah, of course. And a lot of people yeah. don't realize Gonzaga's fan base is like they're like it's like a basketball area. Like it's they a great home like court people. advantage. It's a great home court advantage. Yeah. There it is. Keep, keep in mind. Um, students are not there, but I mean, it's Gonzaga basketball against North Carolina. My they're going to be there. The house. Yeah, they'll be there. Yeah. yeah, and Gonzaga's a state school, so it's like they're not, you know, if let's say you live in, I don't know, a neighboring town, it's not like you're not mm-hmm. going to come watch this game. And Gonzaga's kind of like Donnie. Um, remember in Hoosiers, they were like, it was like a little town, and they're like all love basketball. Like, yep. it, it, it's kind of like that. Like Gonzaga. No, it's, it's a religion. It's a religion in Spokane. That's their yeah. team. That's their pro team. That's their pro team. Yeah, like all they talk about is Gonzaga. It's like yes, football correct. in the South. Like oh. all they do. So, oh. Yeah, I, first half looks really good here, dude. Really yep. good. I, I mean, what's Be the Be all fired up in the half? crowd. They'll be excited. Let me see what we got here. Let me see if I can slide down first half. Uh, nothing yet for the first half, but yeah, I would think seven. it's six, six and a half. Yep, yeah. Let me like ask you, if this is anything under nine and a half, you got to take it, right? Yeah, thirty. I got 35-25 at the half, at least. I don't even know if they're. I don't even know if they get to twenty five. I mean, Gonzaga's defense is fucking good. Yeah, I think I think it'll be maybe up tempo. I got. I they'll be up ten at the half. Gonzaga will be up. Gonzaga will cover the full game in the first half. No, this game isn't going to be North Carolina down three at the half. No way. No way. I think Gonzaga, Donnie. I think they're the best team in the country. Yeah. And and you know I know a lot about basketball. I think I think they're the best team in the country. I really do. They have great. Resume so far. That's a good one. That is a good one. By the way, are you with Ken Palm right now, Donnie? Uh, I can be on there. Yes, go ahead. I'm okay, I want you to do something for me because I was talking about mm-hmm. this with a friend of mine. So yep. I went to high school with the kid, and he went to San Diego State, mm-hmm. and he's still a big San Diego State fan. He was there kind of the, during the time when you know Kawhi Leonard was there, and I remember seeing Kawhi Leonard play Jim and Fredette, and it was it was mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. Look at that schedule. And tell me where the loss comes. For who? Comes San Diego State? Schedule. Yeah. Where's the loss come on that schedule? I mean, so they're 10 and 0. I don't. San Diego Christian. Yeah. Utah Neutral Court. Where's their yeah, tough team? Let's see. Maybe Utah State on the road? But they get that. But they get it early in the in the year. It's not late. That's the only one. Ken Palm's only loss for them is by two points to Utah State. Yeah. I mean, where does the loss come here? Like, I don't see it. Like, they could hypothetically go undefeated with this schedule. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like it's a back-to-back man. either. No. And it, and you want, when you have a tough road game, you want it early in the season, kind of like right around that January 1st not time. Yep. Kids won't Wyoming be in school. Early. Yeah. Still break. Yeah. yeah. I wish I could find a prop on them. Go to go undefeated. I think they could go undefeated in the regular season. Gotcha. Uh, Donnie, anything, anything else for you tonight? 
No, I'm just going to sit back and relax. You know what's the interesting thing, too? Is like, this is the first week, Jeff, where Rampo like, hey, let's take a look at a Thursday night football game. Hey, there's no Thursday night football game. So an interesting week here no, that you know college basketball usually takes over now in the bowl games. That's a good point by you. I, I actually looked at that myself, and I was like, where the hell is a Thursday night game? A uh, couple of news and notes before we go. Donnie Zion Williamson returned to full weight-bearing exercises, but team basketball president of operations, David Griffin, isn't ready to set a return date. No, great. Uh, you want to just sit him out. want to just Ben Simmons him. They're going to Ben Simmons him? Yeah. Well, I mean, in Pelicans are 6-21, and 21, so – What's the rush? Good lord, six and twenty. Uh, The Lions are going to retain Matt Patricia, Donnie, but uh, according to team officials, improvement is sought. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Let's have some let's have some fun with some football front offices right now, Jeff. And I'm going to start the like I feel bad for the NFC North, and it's a racket. And I'm sorry that ownership just you get born into it or should I say, marry into it, or you're a daughter of somebody. But the Chicago Bears, in the largest market in the United States, only have one football team. You just get shafted, and you have nothing to do, and you have an old lady named McCaskey, who they just show that she's 100 years old, and she's seen a lot of football, which she can't run anything with the Bears. And then the even better one is the Ford family. Martha, she's actually taking press. Jeff, this lady's like 95 doing press conferences, not knowing a damn. She probably doesn't even know what a basketball looks like compared to a football. Oh, Matt Patricia, gonna stay. Oh, I, I, I feel so bad. I feel so wait, bad they, for those teams. Jeff. Wait a second. They did a. Uh, she was at a press conference, really? No, she met. She met with a. It was the, the quote was from the beat writer. A small group of reporters met with Martha Ford or whatever her name is. And she said they expect that was her her quote was they expect better in the future or something like that. Like you got to be. Was she imagine that? Imagine that. Was she around when the Ford was created? Is that old? probably yes? She was probably with the Edsels and the Fords and all that stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean you got you have to be. It's just because you can't force them out. You know what I mean? Like the McCaskey. I'm the I'm the daughter of George or uh, yeah George Hallis, whatever the hell his name was. So, yeah. Let somebody run the team. Oh my God, man. Uh, Donnie, a couple other stories here. Uh, there yeah. was a, a amazing uh, feat made today in England. Donnie, uh, mm. Fallon Sharrock became the first female darts player to beat a man at a Whoa. world championship. She had six one eighties, which is a perfect score over three darts. She beat the male today. Darts is interesting. Now. I watch that occasionally. It's pretty interesting. It is. That's yeah, fucking amazing. crazy how good those people are. No, you're right. And you're talking yeah. – this isn't just like you and you and uh, me and you throwing darts in a bar with no pressure. <laughs> like, there's a lot of pressure, man. Good Lord. No, there's like uh, thousands of people there cheering yes. on. Yes, correct. Yep. Bullseye, bullseye, they bullseye, bullseye. They love darts in England, too. Sky Sports has darts on all the time. Oh, my like, God, yes, man. That's like the national pastime. Yes. One more story, but, Donnie. Yeah, uh, by ahead. the way, yep. Temple's up 61-59, 9.46 to go. I wanted to just say one thing here, mm-hmm. um, and I mentioned this on Twitter last week. Um, mm-hmm. Donnie, they laid to rest the uh, detective who was murdered uh, viciously by two lunatic Jersey yeah. City. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I got to tell you, I, I you know, I, I'm not going to cry. I mean, it's definitely very sad, though. Did you see the picture of this? No, no? I did not, no. There's a picture, and I'll, I'll have to send it to you. It, it, it was kind of wild, but they got a picture of 
the family walking out mm-hmm. of the church. Yeah. And one of his sons had his hat on. How old? Salutes, I, I don't know, 10 or 11. Um, and the kid salutes the car as it goes yeah. by. And yep. like we, we've we talked before about bad cops, right? Guys that mm-hmm. like you know, use their badge for, for bad and, and, and they, they're yes. corrupt cops everywhere. But yep. I read it to this guy. I mean, what a, an elite detective. Like he's one of these guys that literally is protecting all of us. He's taking rapists off the street. He's, mm-hmm. you know, getting – I think I read he was – in the Jersey City Police Department, he was the number one detective for getting illegal guns off the street. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 went above and beyond the call. And I read also, Donnie, that the Hudson County uh, Sheriff's Office basically funded police operations for the funeral, so every police officer in the city of Jersey City could go to this. Yeah, so they had the surrounding towns and cities patrol uh, Jersey City yep. while they went. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. What, what That's a, I, sometimes I think, you know, you get that morbid stuff, and I can't imagine, like, let's just say you're, like, I'm married, and I have one kid, right? And, like, how do yeah. you tell a 7, 8, 9, 10-year-old kid, like, you know, that ain't coming home anymore. Like, I can't, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how you deal with that or how you have the strength to, to do stuff like that. It's amazing. It's a shame because everybody deserves to go home at night. You know, you go, oh, cops, they sign up for it. Well, you see, it's like, oh, you joined the army. You signed up for it. It's Look, I get all that, but boy, you deserve to go home at night. And especially when it, you didn't do anything wrong. You weren't like, you know, pulling some guy over just to pull him over, harassing him, and then you get into a gunfight. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, you know what I mean? He didn't deserve that, man. Terrible. You were basically protecting, yes. you know, the public from two lunatic terrorists that, yeah. you know, just wanted to, to kill people because of what they believe in, basically. Yeah. Um, five kids, Donnie, uh, this guy had. Um, and, and you know what's crazy, Donnie? Eventually, all the funeral stuff will end, and mm-hmm. this woman will have to live her life without a breadwinner. And, you know, I, I actually gave to – there was a charity that, that Barstow set up for this guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I made it a point to share it because – you know, eventually, you know, these, these kids are, are going to – and I hope I hope the city of Jer- Jersey City does the right thing here and, you know, gives the pension to, to the wife or, or – you know, oh, I they do. Of course they do. Yeah, yeah. No, there is. They're, they have pretty good insurance premiums, but again – or uh, um, that's the word I'm looking for, pensions and stuff like that and uh, insurance claims still have that. But again, you're talking about young kids, man. This isn't like, you know, kids are growing up out of the house and your wife gets her house paid off and she can live on whatever. You're talking about five kids, man. They want to go to school. They want to go to, that ain't cheap, man. Like even when you talk about like, oh, you know, it's a, yeah, a million dollars. The million dollars don't last long. We have five kids, man. Trust me. And you live in Jersey city. You don't live in, you know, Dubuque, Iowa or anything like it's expensive to live up those places. Um, But yeah. Therapy. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, what a hero! Uh, what what a what a you know whether you like Selfish. cops you don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah you got you got bad people. Never just bad football players, basketball players, teachers, cops. There's always a bad element, but the major majority of most people are good intention people and lunatics. You never know when it's your time. Like how? Like you know what I mean, Jeff? You go anywhere. You can drive to the store and you're you're getting a uh, you know something to drink and somebody holds up the store and you go down you know you never know man the world is wild and 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 the thing about criminals donnie is there's like a certain there are two different type of criminals there's our a criminal element that you know almost 
they do their dirt, but they don't want to see anyone get hurt. You know, they don't, you know, they're not out shooting, you know, women and children. They're not out, <laughs> yes. you know, like, like certain gangs, like they, they kind of just stay to themselves and do their own thing. But then there's these, this criminal element, like these two psychopaths that, you know, are, are deranged individuals. These two te- people are deranged people. They shouldn't be on the street. They, they obviously yeah. have some sort of weird, you know, uh, proclivity to, to this kind of thing. But, yeah, very sad, man. You know, you hate to see it. And to all the people that died, I and mean, there were other people that died too, you know, yep. some Jewish Bystanders. people that, that were just yeah, there. Sure. Yeah. Yep. And this is something everybody does. We all go to a corner store or to, or to grocery store or whatever. You got to have eyes in the back of your head, man, all the time. You always have to be yeah. aware of everything you're doing. Uh, but rest in peace to that guy. Hopefully his kids find, you know, some, some closure and, and yeah. you know. And some some help. Uh, all right, we're out of here. Uh, everyone have a great night. Thanks for watching, or I'm sorry, not for watching, for listening uh, <laughs> yeah. to the Don't Teaser Me Bro podcast. By the way, Donnie, I had to did a show mm-hmm. last night with a yes. with another podcast to have me on, and the host Ooh. loved the name of the show. He, he loved the name. People like the it's name. Fantastic! Of the show. It's a great name. It's perfect, man. You stumble on this. It really, the is. best things in life here is some things you stumble into. So, also, if you're um. You know, you listen to the show, maybe you missed something and you want to hear it. We are on iTunes. Just go to iTunes and, and type it in. You'll find the show. All the shows are archived there. Uh, so, Donnie, are you going to do a show on your own tomorrow? What, what do you want to do? Are you going to jump off a little yeah, bit? Like, yeah, you... I don't know. I don't know. We might, we might uh, go. We might see what happens. Or, you know what? I might just yeah. have a nice little NFL hour and take some calls and shoot the breeze, yeah. have you call in on the way home, you know? Yeah. If not, we'll be back Thursday. We'll, we'll definitely yeah. keep uh, abreast. I'm sure Donnie will end up getting on, you know, at least for a half hour or something. That's fine. Uh, just to keep Why not? The, uh, yeah, just to keep, keep the, the mojo keep going. The yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll get, I'll get, you know, Donnie up to speed with everything. But all right, we're out of here. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Jeff Nady. You can find Donnie on Twitter at RightSideVP. You can find Donnie's mm-hmm. work at RightWager.com. Uh, make sure you check him out. Make sure you check out our sponsors, Pub Search Radio. Uh, they're doing some great things. I, I we play the commercial for them, and uh, make sure you check that out as well. We, uh, I know I write some good things in there. I have some Premier League. Yeah, by the way, check in. Like, I'm not going to say anything yet on that, Jeff. But look out for some play of the day videos where I might be joining the uh, teaming up with the family, as they say. But we will see. Okay. Yes, yeah. he profits on Pulse Radio. I'm yeah, on there. Come on. Maybe Donnie will yeah. be on there soon as well. Yeah. I'll tell you, they have some great UFC content, soccer content. Um, there's some good podcasts, you know, all sorts of different things on Pulse Radio. I know those guys well down there. Jeff Slaughter, great guy. Um, I'll definitely probably be down there in, in January, February sometime uh, to do some stuff. But, all right, we're out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks to some of the callers that called in. We will see you uh, tomorrow here in the Don't Tease Me Bro podcast. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Don't Teaser Me Bro podcast, Sunday through Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. As you know, we cover it all, but if you do need some more, follow Jeff Nadu on Twitter at Jeff Nadu and also get his work at dmocwins.com. If you would like to track Donnie, check him out on Twitter at Right Side VP, and also his work at rightwager.com.